Real Golf Radio. It's a reround now on the team. Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen. Protecting the rights of you and your loved ones. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio. Welcome to the Mountainland Supply Hour of Real Golf Radio. Mountainland Supply is your turf specialist with rainbird sprinklers, controllers, drip irrigation, and everything you need to irrigate your lawn like the pros. Go to mountainlandsupply.com. And while you might not be irrigating right now, you do also, you can get to Mountainland Supply for all of your holiday lighting. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. We appreciate our good friends and their support of Real Golf Radio and encourage you to support them as well. Uh, we got a good one for you. Uh, we had a chance to catch up with Rich Lerner. Mike Weir, who's the assistant captain on the international side of things, he'll be out there trying to coach the guys into beating uh, uh, another Utah and Tony Finau and Team USA. Uh, I think it's I think Mike's got his work cut out for him, but yeah. uh, we had a good conversation with him. He's out in Monterey this weekend and had a chance to visit with him about some of his president uh, president's cup memories and thoughts. He shared a story, Bob, that literally a great story doesn't happen very often. Where I'm sitting here listening to a guy and I just full on get 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 the goosebumps. I mean, oh the, yeah, the, the chills. It was it was it was awesome. It's worth it's worth. I'm listening just getting to. them right now, thinking about it again. <laughs> Serious. It was it was pretty neat, and uh, you know, it's great when guys. When you have a relationship with a guy that he can feel comfortable in sharing that, and uh, Mike was was uh, was kind enough to to reveal. Hey, look, we visited with Mike. How many times we visited with Mike and talk, oh, yeah. talked about this? He's never shared that little nugget. No, no, he's never he's never shared that with us. He kind of broke down his uh, when he beat Tiger Woods in the Presidents Cup in singles in two thousand seven when he was a captain's pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a phenomenal story, especially the last little bit of it. Yeah, the eighteenth so hole. You want to stay and listen to this. Something happened on the eighteenth yeah. hole that uh, you're going to want to wait and listen to. So, Mike, we're America's favorite caddy. Stop by as well. All right. So, uh, Bob, the, the announcement this week was made that uh, Brooks Kepka not able to go, still uh, rehabbing that knee, trying to come off that injury and, and heal. Ricky Fowler in. Did you have any issue with the announcement and the and the replacement? I think it was the logical, the logical move for Captain Tiger Woods. Um, you know, when you think about the U.S. team, th- their whole team, nobody is higher than ranked fifteenth or fifth. Yeah, fifteenth, fifteenth in the in the world golf rankings, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, pretty strong team on paper, and uh, but yeah, I think Ricky Ricky Fowler was absolutely the guy. I wouldn't been surprised if Tiger said to him, you know, I don't know what Brooks, what's going to happen with Brooks. I don't think he's going to be able to play. Um, so I'm going to pass you up right now, but, but I want you to be ready because there's a pretty good chance that you're going to be on the team and you're the guy, you know, that's probably how the conversation went with him. And, uh, and, and rookies excited to be back on, um, Davis loved the third, uh, in a statement this week said that, um, and he's one of the vice captains. He said that, uh, that he said rookie is or, or Ricky Fowler is a great team player uh, as far as on the golf course and and also in the locker room. So he's excited to have him as part of the team. And and a lot of guys that are on the team are making the same sentiments. They're really excited that Ricky's going to be with them if Brooks couldn't play. Hey, Allie, um, I know we've had about a month of honeymooning, but how about we uh, carry that over to Australia? You want to want to jump on a flight with me? 
uh, <laughs> hang out with some of my buddies. We'll go play some golf, and yeah, we'll you know, be flying first class. I'm pomp and circumstance, and all that goes along with the, some red, white, and blue gear. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, no, no big deal. Ricky and Allison, they'll be headed over there. By the way, Bob, uh, we did trade in number one in the world for number twenty-one in the world. So Ricky is the highest. Oh, ranked, he's twenty-one, lowest ranked. I oh, guess okay. you would say. Okay, you would say okay. Uh, player in the official world golf rankings. Yeah. So, and then the other thing is, is, you know, Ricky has played, this will be his third President's Cup competition. And the last time he played, he was 3-0-1. So um, he's had a lot of success in the President's Cup, um, especially the last time he played it. Yeah, I teamed up with Justin Thomas uh, to go undefeated there. You know, the, the, the question mark will be, he has not played and not teed it up since the Tour Championship, which was August 25th. That feels like a long time ago right now. I don't, it, it, it wasn't that long ago, but it feels like a long time ago. He finished tied for 19th. Uh, 71, 71, 70, 70. So, you know, maybe he was realizing, look, I'm out of it. I'm not going to win the FedEx Cup. And uh, by the way, I'm about to get married and I'm pretty excited about this. Let's just get these rounds done and move on. Yeah. And uh, and he's been, you know, he's been enjoying that. So here, here, here's to hoping that he plays well. I still, it's hard for me to believe, Bob, that uh, Jordan Spieth is nowhere in the conversation surrounding a, a, a USA team that just... Isn't it amazing? I mean, you got Brendan Todd that a year ago had the full swing yips and was almost out of the game, and he comes back and wins back-to-back tournaments on the PGA Tour. Jordan Spieth for the dominating years that he had in 14-15 and you know, even some good showing the last few mm-hmm. years, but he's not in the conversation on a, t- on a team and has, has slipped significantly in the world rankings there as well. So, I mean, it's just it's, it's crazy, this game, how quickly. And that's why when you start thinking about Brooks, you know, I just don't know what this injury and, and, and the, the time off that it requires and, and missing the, the President's Cup, what that does to that window that he's busted open the last uh, couple of years with major championship dominance. I, you just never know how quickly it can close. Yeah, and, and you know, the only person that's really kind of shown us about that, about that injury window and, and what's going on is Tiger Woods. And he's the, he's a guy that has not let that hamper him, especially throughout his career, you know, for that decade or so that he played phenomenal golf, you know, two decades, whatever. Um, you know, and, and as far as Ricky Fowler, or as far as Jordan Spieth is concerned, yeah, he's not even in the, he's not even sniffing in the, in the thinking as far as the present cup was concerned. But if you go look at the Ryder cup for next year, he is currently, number 11 on the list. Mm. So, and that probably in virtue by part of, uh, of how he finished at the PGA championship last year at Beth page black with which Brooks Kepka ended up winning. So, um, you know, if, if, uh, Jordan comes out and he has, a, has a decent year this year and he gets, you know, a bunch of top tens and maybe we're able to win a golf tournament or something like that, you know, you can expect Jordan speed to be in the running for next year. I hope so. Like I've mentioned more than once, I'm a fan of Jordan Spieth, and I would love to see him get out there and and um, and do well and compete at a high level. He's fun to watch. I love the interaction with Michael Greller as caddy, and you know, I just you know, look, I I, I think he's he's just I'm, I'm a fan. So what can I say? I want to see yep. him. I want to see him do well. Um, all right, Bob, uh, that's a good conversation. Good good to get started. Now we teased the Mike Weir interview. So why don't we just get right to it, all right? We had a Sounds chance, good. as we said, we had a chance to catch up with Weirzy. He's playing out in Monterey, and he shared us a really cool President's Cup story. If you missed it, he joined us in hour number one. Here it is. Mike Weir joining us right here, brought to you in part by Zion's Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Before we start talking Australia, we, we catch you over in the Monterey Peninsula this week. Not a bad place to be found. 
No, it's, it's, you know, one of the best places in the world, really. I mean, I, TaylorMade puts on this great event every year, and I've played the last four or five years. It's, uh, I always enjoy coming out here. So on the rotation, do you play, do you, what courses do you play in, in that event? It's, um, it's Pebble, Spyglass, and Spanish Bay. So I played Spanish Bay today, and then uh, Spyglass tomorrow, and then Pebble on Saturday and Sunday. Not a bad four days right there, I'll tell you. (laughs) That's a good one. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. (laughs) We talk about this, Mike. We we had a little discussion last week on the show, and we talked about uh, Golf Digest throughout. What's the best state for golf? And Bob and I used it like kind of like a college football playoff where we know it's subjective, but you obviously have to have something to back it up. And we boiled it down to New York and California. And if you really boiled it down, you almost went Monterey Peninsula versus Long Island, right? And, and, and uh, it's kind of interesting, right, when you think about how many great golf courses. In fact, right, Bob, 13. Both yeah. states had 13 of the uh, top 100 Golf Digest right. ranked courses. So um, pr- pretty, pretty close. California does have the longer season, right, with the year-round weather. But well, what's your take if, you, yeah. if someone was to pinpoint you down, Monterey Peninsula or Long Island? <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's a that's a pretty good tiebreaker, as you said. Like, if, if, if they're both thirteen, I played out on Long Island. We had um, a bunch of us are close to turning fifty, so some of my high school buddies, we all got together and went out to Long Island, played national golf links, played Shinnecock this summer. Um, it's a great, I mean, it's awesome out there. But you know, for my money, you can't beat the Monterey Peninsula. I, you know, the tiebreaker to me is always this this coast, this ocean. Um, these, these golf courses, I think, just the, the scenery. I mean, those other courses are great. Um, and then when you go inland a bit, obviously, Wingfoot and some of the other courses you could, you know, name. But, you know, I'm going with the Monterey Peninsula. It's my favorite place to hang out for sure. Isn't that the truth? It's it's like the greatest place in the world. I can remember going there with my dad in the early years. You know, they'd pull me out of school for the weekend and we'd fly up there and and watch him play the Crosby. But not only do you have those in Monterey, but you've also got those in, in the San Francisco area. you got Olympic Club, and you've got, you know, all those great golf courses up in that area too. So that whole section or that whole area of the United States up there in Northern California is pretty stellar. It is. You know, Casa Tiempo, as you know, and you know all the, all the great courses they have up here in Northern Cal. Yeah, it's pretty special. So, yeah, I mean, I guess being, you know, going to BYU, being, you know, growing up on the East Coast, but then going to BYU and spending a lot of time in the West. Maybe I'm a little biased, but I, I just think it's spectacular. It's, of all the places really I've been in the world, I, it's probably still my favorite top place to come. That's why I always come to this event down here at TaylorMade because I just, besides the golf, you know, I just enjoy being down here, just, uh, uh, you know, just enjoying the scenery and going for a walk. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty special. Well, it was unanimous from us as well, um, yeah. Bob and, and, and me and, and the caddy who comes on with us every week. We were, we were all pretty much unanimous that, uh, that it was Monterey Peninsula in California, and it's, it, it's a special place indeed. All right, so um, have, have fun this weekend, by the way. That's cool that you're out there doing that. Uh, let's let's right. fast forward a little bit to the President's Cup. I, I'm sure you're getting excited. Maybe, maybe talk a little bit about, obviously, the, the captain's pick. Is, it was a big discussion, and our good friend Tony mm-hmm. Finau, of course, gets on the U.S team but I, I just from, yeah. from a player standpoint um what is it how does it feel to be picked by a captain and how does it feel differently than than earning your way on I, I imagine there's a bit of satisfaction from both but just a little bit different huh yeah it's quite a bit different I mean I um 
you know, of the, of the five cups that I played on, I was picked one time. I was picked in uh, 2007, uh, thankfully, because the event was in Canada. And, you know, I was, I hadn't been playing my best golf, but, um, you know, felt like when, you know, in my mind, when, when the time comes in President's Cup, I, I kind of showed up big. And I think that's what Gary Player wanted. He, he knew I'd, I'd kind of raise my game for that event. So I was glad he picked me. So it's, it's nerve wracking not knowing going into, you know, a few weeks before the event, not knowing if you're going to be picked or not. Um, and I know a lot of the guys that, you know, were waiting this year to hear were, you know, kind of on pins and needles for a few weeks knowing, you know, am I in, am I out? Um, you know, and there was some tough choices there. And, um, so it, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy on the captain on Ernie to, uh, you know, to make those calls. He had, he had some, you know, happy, happy voices on the other end of the line, the four guys that he picked. And he also had some guys that were quite disappointed that he had to call and, and tell them, you know, maybe not this time. So, um, that's, that's a tough one. You know, you want, you want to make it in on your own so you don't have to wait around like that. So the, so the four guys that were picked were Sung J.M., Jason Day, Joaquin uh, Neiman, and Adam Hadwin. Any, um, mm-hmm. you, you were probably involved in some of the discussions regarding the guys that, that he was thinking about picking and that kind of thing. Tell me yeah. what, what you know about, about those four players. I, of course, we know Jason Day, and, um, but the other three, tell us a little bit about them. Yes, I mean, I think, you know, Jason was always a, a pretty – solid pick i mean he he was he finished ninth you know he just missed out on on being one of the automatic picks and obviously being an australian and former world number one and all his experience in this is a you know that's that's the kind of player we want on our team because we knew we were going to have a a youngish team and some some inexperience and um so that was a you know looked like a pretty solid pick you know um from the get-go and then you go with uh, Sun J.M., who, you know, in his rookie year just played phenomenal. I had a chance to play with him, um, and, you know, he kind of gave a, a good audition to, to me anyhow in the last event um, before the playoffs in Greensboro this year. I played the first two rounds with him, and I think he shot 62 and 68. Um, was leading the tournament after two days, and uh, his iron shots never left the flag. He drove it straight, putted great. I mean, he had all the, you know, everything going well, and, and he's been doing that all year. He's just been really playing consistent golf, and he's a really good putter. And I think that's the the thing that we want down there and in, in uh, Royal Melbourne is on those really fast, uh, you know, pure perfect greens. We want guys that that really put the ball well, and uh, Sanjay does that. And and then Joaquin Neiman, another young, very young player that you know got his first win there in West Virginia. Uh, fiery player, very passionate player. Um, I haven't had a chance to play with him, but some of the other guys have, and they, they really love his game. He hits it, hits it a long way and seems to have all the tools as well. So Ernie really liked him. And then it, you know, it came down to, you know, a couple of Canadians and a few other guys, you know, Adam Hadlin got the nod this time, but there was Corey Connors that was in the mix. Um, there was Air Point, Dan Roy in, from South Africa that had won on the European tour and played some consistent golf this year. Um, and I think it just came down to Adam, you know, had those really good finishes. He finished uh, second, I believe, in uh, Napa and fourth in Las Vegas. He's a very good putter, very consistent player. This would be a second um, President's Cup. And I think he partners, he would partner well with a number of different players that I think Ernie really liked, uh, his versatility in the pairings. So that's, uh, that I think, was Ernie's um, thoughts on all four of the guys. And all four of the guys have really good short games, which uh, you really need around Royal Melbourne. 
Mike Weir joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I love that you brought up Corey Connors, and it must be nice to have, you know, being a Canadian, to have, you know, both Adam and Corey were in the discussion. In fact, it's been a mm-hmm. kind of interesting on social media. There was a lot that felt like maybe Corey should have uh, got the nod over over Adam, and and yet, you know, so, so it's great to see the, I guess, the strength of Canadian golf continues to grow. Tell us a little bit about what you know about Corey and his game and what you expect out of him in the upcoming season. Uh, I, I love Corey's game, you know, and it could have been, you know, I would have loved if we had a couple, <laughs> both, both Canadians make, uh, make, make the picks. But, um, you know, I, I told Corey after I said, you know, he, he's going to be, I, I believe one of the stalwarts of the, of the team and one of the leaders of the team going forward in future years. He's such a consistent player, such a hard worker, such a level-headed young man. I think he's, he has all the tools. He hits it long. He really hits it solid. I think, you know, I don't, I don't know what the stats are, but he seems to be in the top five and almost every ball striking stat on the tour uh, week to week. So, you know, sky's the limit for that guy. And, um, you know, I think by his own admission, you know, he's, he's he works hard on a short game. That's only can continue, continue to improve. So I think he's just going to uh, do some great things. And um, so, yeah, I think I'm very impressed with him. I, I know he was very disappointed, but um, he's going to be part of a lot of teams going forward. You know, big announcement this week. Uh, Brooks Kepka um, withdrew himself from from the U.S. team. Uh, Captain Tiger Woods uh, picked Ricky Fowler. Your thoughts about uh, your thoughts about that mix-up or that that shuffle and uh, Ricky now being with the U.S. squad? Yeah, I mean, for the U.S. side, obviously that's that's very disappointing. For the whole Presidents Cup, you know, you want the number one player in the world there. I mean, he's you know, proven, proven himself to be such a great, great player and, and uh, proven winner in, in, in those high, high stake tournaments and on majors. And, and uh, when the lights are shining, the brightest he shines. So, you know, for the U.S., they, they're going to miss him. But at the same time, you know, Ricky's has great experience. He's, uh, he's great for the game, I believe, as well. And um, he'll, he'll be ready to play Ricky, I believe. So, you know, they got a good, good guy that's backing up Brooks there and Ricky and, you know, the, all, all those guys have uh, on the and the international team, you know, have respect for Ricky too. So, um, yeah, it's just too bad Brooks couldn't play. All right, so um, I know it hasn't been released yet, so you can just go ahead and tell us right here who are you going to pair up with Tiger on the singles on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, 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 I'm not even going to put you on the spot, but let's just think for a minute. It's in Australia. Think about you in 2007 in Canada taking on Tiger. You know, I mean, it, I'm sure we're all going to be like, come on, just queue up Jason Day right now. That would be fun to see. What, or what, Adam Scott. Well, okay, but I, I, yeah, it could be Adam Scott. But just talk about what that's like taking on, you know, obviously Tiger. Everyone's a Tiger fan for the most part. I mean, he's super popular. I mean, it transcends the game itself. So even down in Australia, they'll be excited to watch Tiger. But talk about what that's sure. like to be the hometown guy taking on a guy of that magnitude in a President's Cup. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's hard to describe, really. I mean, you're you're uh, you have your the fans and, and media and the, and the attention that's around that is, is uh, you know, every shot just it seems like the magnitude. Every shot is just so high and heightened. Um, and you're trying, you got to keep your, I guess your emotions in check because you're trying so hard, not only for yourself, you want to do well for your country and your team. And uh, so to, to try to put all that aside, um, you know, I saw it first, first hand up close in 2003 when Ernie was in 
you know, he didn't play him in the singles, but we tied, the teams tied, and they went to a playoff, and, and it was Ernie and Tiger in the playoff, and, you know, they played three holes, and the intensity of that moment, um, I'll, I'll still never forget that. It was just the most intense moment, just as a spectator. I'm, we're just watching now that, you know, the other 22 players are just watching, and we were just all just commenting on, like, the pressure. just incredible for these two guys, and especially for Ernie, I think, being in, in South Africa, and, you know, he, you know, Tiger made this putt, you know, when it was half dark on this par three down the hill. And Ernie had to follow it up with about a six or seven footer in the dark as well. And he buried that. It was just incredible uh, theater. So, yeah, who, whoever has to play Tiger in Australia, we don't know if it's going to be an Australian. You know, we don't know how those things are going to match up. Um, and because, you know, we got to see how guys are playing. Um, but if, if it ends up being an Australian, it, it can it can be, you know, really seminal moment and, and pivotal moment in their career, you know, and, um, you know, to have the crowd support and to go out there and play, uh, you know, the best player arguably of all time is, is kind of fun. You've had a lot of great moments, obviously, in your professional career, including winning the Masters in 03. But where would you rank that moment? You know when you when you uh, made the winning putt to to beat Tiger in that Presidents Cup. Well, it was it, it's up there. I mean, it's up there just be, just because of you know it being in Canada and you know funny story is that you know we had this back and forth. I got ahead on Tiger and then he kind of stormed back and got one ahead and I birdied. I made a really nice putt on seventeen from you know I don't know ten feet or something like that, ten or twelve feet to pull even. And I go to the eighteenth tee box and it's kind of tucked away and the crowd's, you know, back down the fairway a little bit and you're back on this tee box and Jack Nicklaus, Jack was standing right on the tee. It's a small little tee box and Jack's there and Tiger and there's Brennan who's getting for me. He's carried for Gary Woodland now and, and myself, we're standing back there. And before I teed off, I said, Brennan's pretty cool. Hey, I got the, the two best, greatest players in history here and me on this tee box and uh, <laughs> to stand up there, <laughs> to stand up there, and just bust this really nice hard fade right down the little fairway, which I felt like put a lot of pressure on Tiger because it's a very difficult tee shot. Um, in fact, after Tiger hit his shot and I was going to stride off the hole, Jack Nicholas kind of grabbed me by the shirt and looked me in the eye and he said, that was a beautiful tee shot. So that was really cool. One, a memory that I'll remember for a long time that he said that. Cause he, I think he realized how you know tough of a moment that was and how tough of a tee shot that was in the moment. So anyhow, that was... Um, you know, really cool. And, um, so yeah, fun memories for sure. I have goosebumps right now. I'm just telling you that was such (laughs) a cool story. Thanks for sharing that, man. That's, I mean, look, you're right. I mean that moment and for somebody who's been there and has had to hit those shots and recognizes that and shares it with you, that's, that's some special stuff, man. Not to mention that he wrote, he returned a letter of yours, right? When you were a kid. So that's pretty cool too. Yep. For sure. Well, Mike, thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate it. And uh, that's got me fired up and excited for President's Cup action. It's going to be fun for sure. And we wish you guys all the best. Well, not all the best, but most of the best, I guess. <laughs> but no, it'll, it'll be fun. However it shakes out, it's going to be fun to watch as always. But we appreciate you taking some time. And yeah, enjoy the Monterey Peninsula. Wow. Sounds good. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting down down under there. I think it's going to be a great uh you know, great competitive event. Like last time it wasn't quite there. They, the U S kind of handed it to us, but I, our, our guys are ready. It's going to be real, uh, real competitive. So I hope everybody tunes in. All right. That was Mike Weir who joined us from our number one. How about that story? Love that, that story. story. I mean, 
Jack Nicholas tugging on your shirt, giving you the thumbs up. It's like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's pretty special. And the fact that you delivered under the pressure like that with Tiger Woods and uh, man, that's, those are moments to remember for sure. So uh, thanks to Mike for sharing that uh, once again with us here on Real Golf Radio, and hopefully you enjoyed it. If you missed that interview, again, you can find it on Twitter. Give us a follow, at Real Golf, and we post it all for you right there. Of course, available at all your favorite podcast sites as well. All right, this segment brought to you in part by Hoops Vision. Go to hoopsvision.com. You got some flexible spending, needs to be done by the end of the year? Well, now's the time. Get out and book it at hoopsvision.com. Get that LASIK done so you can see when you hit that long bomb off the tee next spring, uh, go to hoopsvision.com. Boyd Summerhays, Bruce Summerhays, Mike Reed, Bob Casper, me. We've all been there. We've gotten it done. Mike, Mike Weir. Mike Weir. Well, uh, had his eyes done there from uh, the good guys at, uh, at Hoops Vision. So check it out, hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your procedure. You're welcome. Happy holidays. Go do yourself a favor at Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com. Short break. More Real Golf continues next. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedAndJensen.com. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. The first tee can teach young people how to hit a driver or how to stop a ball out of a bunker. But true success is measured by how well they perform off the golf course, by how well they use values like confidence, My name is Kyla. perseverance, 
and integrity okay. in their daily lives. The first tee helps young men and women become better golfers. But even more important, better people. Get involved. Visit thefirsttee.org. Temperatures are dropping, and you know what that means. Frozen pipes, busted sprinklers, and worse. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard that will last this time. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird Golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with the new arrivals from Cleveland Golf. Turbocharge your game with the new Cleveland Launcher HB Turbo Driver that delivers more speed for higher, longer, and straighter drives. And the Launcher HB Turbo Irons, which deliver maximum forgiveness, higher trajectory, and increased ball speed for more accurate and longer shots. And the Launcher UHX Irons deliver the perfect blend of distance and accuracy. Let us help you get custom fit for free today at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. It's brought to you in part by Uinta Golf. And by the way, this is the final day of the biggest sale of the year, the pre-Black Friday sale going on right now at all Uinta Golf locations up and down the Wasatch Front. 20% off everything. And by everything, I mean everything. This is not a Dwight Schrute comment here. 20% off everything. It's only three days. Today is the final day. Be sure to get in to one of your Uinta Golf stores. 20% off everything on the pre-Black Friday sale. And again, don't forget they're home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Our good friends at Uinta Golf. All right, uh, in case you missed it uh, last hour, we had a chance to visit with Rich Lerner, who shared some great tales and wisdom and insight from a great storyteller of the game of golf. From Golf Channel, here he is, Rich Lerner. We're at Sea Island, Georgia, St. Simon's Island. Beautiful day, and uh, we're getting ready for round two. It's uh, the final event of the decade. How's that? Final event of 2019, but final event of the decade. Well, that's why we wanted to have you on, because this has been quite an exclamation point to uh, a great decade in the game of golf. And, you know, I want to talk to you about Brendan Todd. I want to talk to you about Ricky Fowler and Brooks Kepka and Captain Tiger Woods and all that. But I want to start with the player Tiger Woods and what we saw this year. For, for a golfer who had the window open for such a long time and we're starting to realize the greatness of Tiger Woods by how long that window was open compared to what others are able to do when their windows are open, but for him to bust it back open again this year, win the Masters, playing on the President's Cup as a captain, everything that went into the last year with Tiger Woods, I mean, just, just kind of sum that up or how would you describe what you've seen? Wow. Uh... I stopped trying to figure out genius of his caliber. That, that was my, uh, that's my new year's resolution. I'm not making any more proclamations about tiger. I don't think he's going to win. He won't catch Nicholas done with all of that. I simply don't understand genius of his kind. We'll start, we'll start there. Whatever he needs to do to get to it, to, to the level, uh, he needs to, uh, to, to win, um, it's his world. I don't really fully understand it. Uh, what, what I what I would say is uh, the lesson of the Zozo Championship uh, for me was that when he's healthy of mind and body, 
then he's obviously able to access uh, the the talent, which is uh, the, the probably, likely, almost assuredly the best in the history of the sport. Still able to access the talent, even as he approaches his 44th birthday. There was one image that, that stayed with me from uh, Japan, and I was there, uh, and I got to see him behind the scenes a little bit on that Skins game. He made several appearances uh, for sponsors in Tokyo. And one, he was with some uh, younger kids, school children, and they had a makeshift uh, uh, AstroTurf long putting green, like a single long strip. And he ran from one end of it to the other. And it, it, it took my breath away only because it didn't look like Tiger. He had such bounce and spring in his step. It normally, when you watch Tiger walk or run, he looks like a, an, an NFL running back who's been in the league for 15 years, like battered. Uh, this, this was different. This was a guy who had spring and life in the old body. And, uh, and then I, I saw him uh, you know, mixing with, with Jason Day and Rory. And he was showing Jason pictures of Charlie. He pulled out, Tiger pulled out his phone and he said, Hey, look at this. And it was Charlie swinging a club and he was a proud Papa. And I kind of joked, I said, uh, you have a good swing tiger. Yeah. You know, and he's, he's kind of starting to figure it out and he he really, he he lighted up. I said, well, if his old man could get out of the way, the kid might have a chance. I don't know. What does the old man know about the sport? And he laughed. He, he was, and I know this is like sounds silly. Like we're all dime store psychologists. I, I don't know his life. I don't follow him home. But he appeared to me, uh, and I've been averse to, to jumping to this because it's too easy. But in that setting, uh, where where I, I got to kind of hang with him a little bit, he did genuinely seem happy. Uh, he, he seemed content uh, and and at ease. Uh, and, and on top of that, the body looked good. Uh, so here we are. Uh, Sneed is, is pretty much a certainty. Uh, he'll get to 83 and, and beyond. Uh, Nicholas, uh, I'm, I'm still not sure, but I won't say no. And I had been saying no way uh, uh, a year ago when he didn't look great. I just It's too big a mountain to climb when you consider that nobody – in the history of golf has won more than one major after the age of 43 and tiger will turn 44 and he already, he won his 43 year old major at Augusta. But, but this is a different, this is a different cat we're, we're talking about. We all know that. I mean, he, he could roll out of bed until probably he, if he's healthy until he's like Nicholas in his mid fifties and have a chance at, at Augusta. He knows the course so well. Uh, he knows every nuance, every nook and cranny. And then, you know, if it, maybe an open in drier conditions, he picks off an open. I, I'm not going to start to go down that road. I, I, I just won't write it off completely, but I think that's still uh, a tall order. Um, and, and I think the, the Sneed record's important because um, when his legacy's written or the, the Wikipedia page is finished, it, it can read Tiger Woods winningest male golfer in history. Uh, and, and then you can open up a debate. I mean, if, if you're hard and, and firm that majors matter most, then you can you probably ride with Nicholas. Uh, and, 
And and I think you know it it's been demonstrated now just how how incredible eighteen is. If Tiger's struggling to get there, then eighteen is a monumental achievement because it, it tells you you have to stay. Not only do you have to be great, you have to stay healthy for a long period of time, and that's not easy to do. And yeah. and then life gets in, life gets in the way, and that happened to Tiger. So um, if, if majors matter most, then then Nicholas. But but there are Tiger wins a lot of other categories. You know, if a, a, a win percentage and margin of, of victory uh, in every sport have long been viewed as as the the, the barometers by which you judge a greatness. And you know, Tiger won tournaments by uh, twelve at the Masters. He won a U.S. Open by fifteen. He won an Open uh, St. Andrews by eight. He won in runaway fashion, repeatedly, in a way that Jack never did. And then Tiger has won 23% of his career starts. That number will go down. Um, and Nicholas was finished at 12, which is remarkable in its own right. Uh, but, but 23, when you can make the Hall of Fame, uh, as Davis Love has done at 25 to 3%, Freddie at 2% of your career starts, 23%, I've always argued, means Tiger is, is like a 420 lifetime hitter in baseball. Yeah. So, um, and then just purely from you know standpoint of somebody who loves the game of golf, it's, it's thrilling to watch Tiger do his thing. I mean, selfishly, that's what I think everybody has always wanted back. We just you know, <laughs> want to watch him, him play and yeah. compete. Uh, and so uh, here we are. And the last thing I would say about Tiger as it relates to 2020, I do think we will get the best of Tiger more consistently. And last year was sort of the Masters, and then, boy, what happened? He seemed to just kind of check out until he, he showed up in Japan refreshed. Uh, the reason I say that we'll get the best of Tiger in 20 is he's made it clear that he really wants to be on that Olympic team in Japan uh, next summer. And so that means that he, he has to stay sharp and he has to make the most of all of his starts because you can only take a maximum of four from any one country. And he's right inside of it. As I understand it right now, I have to double check on that. But, but after Zozo, he had moved in there. It, it was uh, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson and Tiger, but there'll be guys nipping at his heels. And, and he knows this will likely be his last chance to play for a gold medal. And so I think uh, with, with that in mind, he'll, he'll be razor sharp at, at uh, uh, Torrey Pines and at Riviera and, and so on. Um, you know, you, you've been talking about Tiger and, and talking about, um, you know, uh, his age and that kind of thing, almost reminiscent of a few years ago when Tiger um, was trying to get inside the, the top 30 and get to the tour championship. He go, he, he was able to accomplish that and go on and win that event. That's almost kind of like his goal going towards the, towards the, um, the Olympics and, and making sure that he, um, gets in the Olympics. I wouldn't put it past him to make sure he gets there and is able to, to go back there to Japan and play. Yeah, I mean, he, he understands the significance. And I, I think it's uh, becoming crystal clear for a lot of players. And I, I don't necessarily mean to single out Jordan Spieth, but he comes to mind here. 
uh, uh, passing as he did, and he had his reasons, whether it was either the uh, Zika or, or safety concerns, whatever they were, uh, but passing on Rio in 2016, I, I'm not sure he fully understood that he may never get to the Olympic Games. Never. He could pull his game yeah. back together. But, but the point is, it is going to be a really difficult team to make in any year because there's so many good players and so few spots available, and it only comes along once every four years. Right. And I, the, 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 the reports back uh, to, to the tour, to, to all the players, from those who went, uh, the reports were, this is a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You have to go. Uh, and, and Tiger knows that. And on top of it, I don't think it's purely a commercial uh, uh, financial play, but it's enormous for someone of Tiger's stature, uh, represented by Nike in his case, to compete on that stage. And Tiger will be a, a Michael Phelps-like figure, uh, maybe, maybe, you know, swimming, uh, golf, obviously isn't what swimming is at the Summer Olympics, but Tiger will give golf an enormous boost. Uh, it, it means that um, NBC proper, and it means uh, that the, the casual fan who uh, might be interested only in gymnastics uh, or, uh, or swimming or track and field will take a look at golf because, oh, Tiger is there. So it, it has uh, um, big implications. All right, there you go. That was Rich Lerner who joined us uh, an hour ago. Hopefully you enjoyed that. I mean, that guy can get going, and he can wax poetic like uh, few can, and he loves to share stories and insights about the game of golf. Uh, Bob, speaking of this weekend, it's uh, you know next week Turkey Day, mm-hmm. so we're going to get our food on, but uh, this is uh, sort of the warm-up weekend to Thanksgiving week, and so yep. time to get out our smokers and uh, cook something up. What do you got on tap? Oh, on tap this week, I have a brisket. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't Prime know why brisket. I'm so intimidated by the brisket. Are you? Yeah, I don't know why. I just, I mean, I've done it before and they turned out amazing. I just, yeah, I always just get a little, maybe it's because it's a, usually it's a more expensive piece of meat and yeah. you just don't want to screw it up. I don't know. I just, some, for whatever reason, I get a little intimidated by the brisket. Well, I like the brisket and we're going to have some uh, friends over some neighbors over and one of them has a Traeger. He's never done a brisket before. So he's going to, I'm going to give him a little, uh, tutelage on the brisket. Mm. All right. On your yeah. Traeger 1300 Timberline. Yep. Timberline 1300. All right. You can yep. get that at barbecue pit stop or barbecue pit stop.com. And I'll uh, just throw a plug in too. They have got some sweetheart roast and maybe they still have some left, but their sweetheart Turkey roast that they have there are fantastic, but you can't go wrong. You throw it on your smoker and it turns out to be the best, most moist, delicious Turkey you have ever. It's like white meat that tastes as good as dark meat. Let's put it that way. It is phenomenal. <laughs> it's phenomenal. They got everything. You got the spices for you, the rubs, everything you're going to need to cook that holiday meal. Or if you're going to do a brisket or whatever, it's all available at barbecue pit stop. One of their three locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. All right, more Real Golf continues next. 
Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. You might know Mountainland Supply for its turf irrigation products and design services, but did you know that Mountainland Supply also carries holiday lighting? As the temperatures drop and the clubs go in the closet and your spouse says, it's time to get the holiday lights up, think Mountainland Supply. They can help you design and calculate the exact feed of strands that you need to make your home sparkle this year. Using smartphone technology, you can control thousands and thousands of color options with the push of a button. For all your holiday lighting, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with the new fall arrivals from Mizuno. Discover layers of feel with the new MP20 range. The MP20 is the ultimate muscle back. The MP20 MMC uses multi-material construction for legendary feel and performance. And the MP20 HMB is a playable set of hollow tungsten enhanced irons for many skill levels. Let us help you get custom fit for free today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. 
It's a reround on Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And Real Golf Radio and this Mountainland Supply Hour is brought to you in part by Siegfried and Jensen, 801-222-2222, Siegfried and Jensen. We had a chance to catch up with America's favorite caddy. Here's a portion of that. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us weekly here on the show, and we're so thankful for it. We love having him. You know, going into a Thanksgiving weekend, we express thanks for the Caddy. And besides that, we he associates food with us, so we might as well talk Thanksgiving. What's up, Caddy? I'm associating freezing with you right now because I just got in my car in Denver, and uh, what's up is not the temperature. Yeah, right? Isn't that the truth? Woo! Yeah. You know that, so, you know, I've been telling you how great the weather's been in Utah and that you needed to come play some golf and it's just really awesome. And, uh, your, your window's closing. It's closed. Yeah. It's closed. It's done. Yeah. You're done. It's slammed shut. You did. Start making plans for Palm May. Springs. I'm going to Palm Springs next week. Hmm. Maybe we should it do the show from there. Palm Springs. There you go. You still have all your connections with all those great houses that you always told us about that were like you could get lost inside. They're so big. Bowling alleys. Yeah, we don't stay there anymore. Mm. Too small? I think think somebody wore out the welcome there, but I won't bring that up. I won't comment on who or how, but I think the the welcome got worn out. Teddy Two Strokes stayed there a couple times with us. And we're talking about Teddy that caddies for Bubba, right? That's correct. But he wasn't the one that wore out the welcome. No, he wasn't. Oh, okay, so what you maybe Teddy, Teddy, Teddy two strokes maybe. If you said what caddy has more influence or impact on his player, I think of anybody I know. In all the years I caddied, it's got to be Teddy. Got to be Teddy with Bubba. Got to be the number one, right there. Explain. Bubba requires. A lot of gentle handling. Let's just put it that way. He's, uh, you know, he'll, he talks about it all the time too. He's, you know, Bubba's, Bubba's got, um, got a, got a lot of stuff he deals with. He's, you know, uh, uh, as you know, I call the, the, uh, area inside the ropes of the zone of a temporary insanity. So that's true for everybody. But I think Bubba's, Bubba's, you know, he talks all the time about his, uh, his, his challenges. So, dealing with stuff and getting really stressed out and anxious and things. And I think Teddy's just amazing at, at uh, working through all that with him. So don't know if anybody else could have, could have done it like that. Well, and that's what, that's the caddy's job. Caddy's job's got to figure out how to help the player perform at his best and keep him, uh, keep him loose and ready to go. That's right. That's right. So you're saying Teddy's earning his money. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, Bubba Bubba sports those uh, really expensive plastic watches. The one that uh, Odell Buckham got in a little trouble with for wearing during the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bubba Bubba's got a few of those in his in his repertoire. They're plastic. Just, uh, 
Yeah, they're made out of plastic. I didn't even know that. Uh, they're, you know, they're worth like several hundred thousand dollars, and they're made out of plastic. So, I like you know that's the gig you want. Uh, spend three dollars and forty nine cents for materials and mark it up to six hundred and thirty thousand. That's a good job there. That's good yeah. business. I sense. like it. I yeah. like it. Yep, mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. Great. Great work there. Would you say Bubba is amongst the, well, certainly is amongst, is he the most interesting player on tour? The most interesting? Well, interesting is an interesting word to use. It's a bit subjective. Yeah. He's definitely complex. And, and yeah, he's not your run-of-the-mill, you know, what do you like to do, hunt and fish kind of tour pro. Um He's definitely an interesting guy. I don't know him very well. I've stayed with him once or twice and don't know him very well. Angie, his, his wife, is awesome. She's, she's awesome. Bubba's probably the guy that could make you laugh and at the same time, like, scare you to death, like, just with the same look almost. Oh, that was Mac O'Grady. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, Mac had those wild – he had those wild eyes, right? I mean, some, some people – Padraig's kind of got the wild eyes a little bit. Padraig's got that. Mm. I joke. I joke with him about that all the time. So, <laughs> yeah. So this is like caddy. the Halloween. This is like the Halloween edition of the caddy. <laughs> it, it, just out of weird nowhere. Eyes. Yeah, I, weird eyes, wild eyes. Because I'm freezing in a car right now that I haven't been able to move because the windshield is completely iced over, and I'm not getting out to de-ice, and I'm letting the the heat do the trick. Probably. Contributing wait- significantly to global warming. Yeah, you're waiting for it to warm up. Well, you got lots of hot air going, so you're good. Did you hear that? Was that the hot air? Maybe. <laughs> no, it was the scrape. The scrape. The, the useless attempt at the windshield wipers that just scraped right over top of it with yeah. no effect whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, so, you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, Caddy, big announcement this week Brooks Kepka. Uh, yeah. Decided to withdraw. Said he's seen. not going to be at a hundred percent. And Captain Tiger Woods picked Ricky Fowler. How do you think that went down? Well, I it'd be complete speculation, but yeah, living within the theme of uh, never letting the truth get in the way of a good story, we can also make things up. So I'm just I'm I'm a little upset at myself for not thinking about this last week. Well, Brooks has got the knee problem. He's got another treatment. It's not just a normal kind of a thing he hasn't played at all he's not going to go halfway around the world to play in a team event with his knee steel healing there's no way he was going to go right so why didn't we pick that up all right if you missed uh, the rest of that interview you can check it out on our website at realgolfradio.com or just follow us on twitter that's the easiest way at real golf all of our twitter followers can access every interview or the show in its entirety you can also catch us on any of your favorite podcaster site as well and uh, again thanks to mountainland supply for sponsoring the show uh, especially this hour of the show each and every week here on real golf later uh, radio and don't forget uh, this holiday season you can go to mountainlandsupply.com, find a location nearest you, and they have all the holiday lighting that you need to make your house look like you want it to. And maybe how Yours your wife wants it to. What's that? Yours up yet? Uh, my lights are going up this weekend. There you go. Yeah. Got to get them up. Getting ready. Yep. Got to get them up. 
So, yep. um, but yeah, check out mountainlandsupply.com. Um, again, thanks to Dave Glausers, our producer, does a great job for us each and every week. Appreciate uh, you for tuning in. Again, you can catch the show every Saturday, 6 to 9, right here on 1280 The Zone. We wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving next Thursday. We'll have a Thanksgiving best of edition for you next Saturday. If you happen to be traveling, be sure to tune us in. And uh, we'll look forward to visiting with you live, talking President's Cup preview, Hero World Challenge, all of that the following week right here on Real Golf Light Radio. So for Dave Glauser, Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 